Hello team, hope you're doing well. Happy Tuesday the 18th of January 2022. Hope you're all having a great week. Um, third week of January. The weeks go fast. I hate to say it, but before we know it, the we'll be in, into a certain chunk of the year and we'll be like, where did that go? And this is very important for goals, for getting the most out of each and every day, not just productivity-wise, but also enjoyment-wise. The last thing we want is to blink and the year's over and we think, what did I do with it? Did I achieve everything I wanted from it? Did I enjoy things? Did I plan things? Did I make the most of it? The list goes on. I want to start off today talking about learning lessons in the process, because as much as I'm all good for, I think they call it a mojo talk, a motivational talk, an inspirational talk, and getting you to beat your chest and let's go for it. If we don't learn in the process about what's not working, what we're struggling with, where our mindset has been previously, we will never move forward. We will always be holding on to the past. For example, if you've been struggling with something, whether it's your diet, whether it's your workouts, whether it's putting too much pressure on yourself, the list goes on. And every time that occurs and life gives you the feedback that this is an obstacle, this isn't working, life will give you feedback that you're not getting the results or that you're in pain or you're struggling or you're frustrated. That's the feedback. And if you just go back to an emotional response by not looking at what hasn't been working, that thing, that problem will continue to occur. And the reason you're doing that is because you don't want to look at the facts. You don't want to look at what's not been working. And the reason people do that is because it's personal. They take it personal. Rather, rather than thinking or saying, I can never do this. That's just me all the time. You could detach yourself from it and say, that thing that I'm doing isn't working. Let's drop it. Drop that bad habit like a hot potato. When you take it personally, when you identify with the fact that one part of your life isn't helping what you want, you stay stuck. You don't learn anything. You can't move forward and you can't make a different choice because you've decided to identify as I'm the person that procrastinates. I'm the person that in, that's impatient. I'm the person that is all or nothing. And I've noticed this with a lot of people recently, this all or nothing mentality. But in truth, there's no such thing as all or nothing. You're either all in or you're all out. You're either on track to your goals, doing things in the name of your goals. And then when you get distracted and your priorities change, you're all in that now. I'm all in. I'm all in on eating biscuits and binging and I'm out with my friends. Forget about it. So you're not all or nothing. You're all in on something else. And the thing that you're all in on is in a different direction. So it's only hurting you. And that's just a surface analysis. Going back to what I said before, if you don't stop for a second and ask, 
or even ask me, why am I struggling with this? You're never going to learn. You're never going to learn what's not helping you. Because things are either helping you or hurting you. And if you don't know, you will never pick up speed. You will never be able to keep the results that you want. You will always be craving something that you can't get because it's inevitable that there's lessons in the process. You might call it failures or knockbacks or mistakes. I call it lessons. The, the theme of this podcast today is how to get more done, more of what you want and build speed. It's impossible to build speed if you don't learn as you go, because as you're moving forward, you're getting rid of the things that aren't helping you. And you only find them out by doing, you can't read a book, you can't read a book about what's for you, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. You can only do it and find out. And if you don't stop, reflect, ask yourself, is this working? Is there a better way? Is there another way? Or even ask for help in finding a better way. You will never pick up speed. You will never get to where you want to be because you're not learning. And like I said a moment ago, mojo talks are good, motivational talks are good, but that's just like a little kick of energy that's going to keep you going for about five minutes. And then life happens again. We have to be realistic, practical. Like the honeymoon period ends at some point. Like it's January in 2022. I'm sure a few of us have been very motivated at the beginning of this year to get things going. But the honeymoon period will end. And when that honeymoon period goes, we've got to get practical about what we want. It's the same as a relationship. It's the same as, oh, I've started a new business. Yes, it's exciting and that excitement will get you started. But you're going to need something more sustainable and realistic to keep you going. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news for that. You're not always going to be motivated. You're not always going to feel like working out. You're not always going to feel like tracking your calories. But that's life, isn't it? And unfortunately... I'm 30 this year. It's took me a while to realize that life isn't like that. I'm sure you all know that. But in certain areas of our life, we forget that. And we're looking for some magic pill, some magic motivational pill that we can take every morning that's going to set off our, us off into the day and get rid of all of our problems. Today, I want to talk to you about another thing that's on this theme, and it's the age of information. Because information is similar to motivation. It, it does a little bit. It gets you going, gets your car started. But action, doing things, will always trump that. And the age we're in now is the age of information. We can get any piece of information we need right now on Google, YouTube. We, anyone can learn anything very quickly. Everyone is a jack of all trades. Everyone's read an article about something and they kind of think they know it inside out. 
and it makes us slaves to information or overwhelmed or we put it on this pedestal but it's not scarce anymore and there's a lot of sayings that kind of agree with this that like knowledge is power i don't agree with knowledge is power it's not power applied knowledge is power when you do something with the knowledge it's useful if it's just knowledge if it's just a fact in your head if it's just a story in your head it's useless and it's a form of procrastination. That's called active procrastination. I'm reading more about the thing. I'm talking more about the thing. I'm thinking more about the thing, but I'm not doing the thing. And I'm here to burst a few bubbles today. And I say it from a place of care because I have done it for many years, read many books, talked about it, thought about it, meditated about it, but didn't do it. Oh, okay, I think I'm I'm telling myself that I'm making progress by thinking about it or signing up to the gym but not going, buying the trainers but not running, buying the salad but not cooking. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. 20% information, 80% implementation. Implementation is taking action, experimenting. We've all been kind of brainwashed by school, by parents, by our comfort zone into believing that if I do more and more theory, it will get the results. Think about your first day on a new job. They they take action. They put you in the... Like I remember when I worked at Costa Coffee, the first day they put me on the till, they put me on the coffee machine. And I felt very uncomfortable. Yes, someone was there with me. But we can all talk about it, think about it. It's just like, okay, let's make a coffee, do it, and then you're going to learn. And then you're going to realize what's wrong. And then you're going to keep it moving. This carries over to your health and fitness. Going to the next level. Doing some more reps. Going to the gym for the first time. Trying the meal. Doing what you say you're going to do. And we've all been conditioned to think it's all about information. No, too much information is just fear in disguise. You're trying to soften the blow of the lessons, or you might call them failures or mishaps or mistakes, by thinking if I can plan the whole route, even though I don't know how I'm going to get there, I'm planning things that I don't know about, that's going to stop me from failing. And it's not true, and I'm here to burst the bubble today. Because I see a lot of people wasting their own energy, getting frustrated at themselves, get frustrated at not getting the results because they're thinking about it more than doing it. Plan your week, plan your workouts, plan your meals, but actually do them. When, we, when we've got that motivation initially to do something, something that cements it and makes it real to you is taking action on it. So if you feel motivated after a podcast and you think, yeah, this is the time now, I need to make it happen, do something with it, take the first step, sign up to the thing, buy the food, pack the gym bag, that cements to you that you mean it. A few of the things that I think are holding us all back Based on what we're talking about is procrastination, 
and that's active procrastination, like I said, which is doing everything but the actual thing. Distraction, other things that temporarily feel nice, they're smaller achievements that give us a feel good and a pat on the back. And we tell ourselves temporarily, you know what, I'm not really fussed about losing that weight or getting fitter. This is, this is something right now that feels good. And maybe that other problem will go away. But no, what will happen is that short term gratification, validation, whatever it might be, will go. The Saturday night will be done. And then you'll be back to life the next day. That's distraction from your goals. It takes you off track. The opposite of distraction is traction. To take traction is to take speed and direction towards you what you want. So where are you getting distracted right now? Who distracts you? Who do you give permission to distract you? Distraction, procrastination, the belief that I need more information. I need the right thing. I need the right gym gear. I need the right this. That's another form of procrastination. Perfectionism, we can call it. And then the last one, I'd just say that encompasses all of them is fear. And the, what is the fear in taking action? If you know that action equates to results, why would you be scared? And I'm going to answer it. I'd like you to answer it first. But mostly it's because it's that we'll take it personally, fear of failure. What will other people say? What will other people think? Will I be able to get back up once I fall over? If I fail, if I stop, will I be able to get back up? All of these things are what stop us from doing the thing that works. And I'm here to tell you, I've not got any, I've not got any motivational or airy-fairy solution to that. But for you to succeed, you have to embrace failure. Lifting weights and training is the perfect example for this and life. You go to the gym to challenge yourself, to test yourself. You do more reps, you lift more weight to find out what your where your comfort zone stops. And that's the only reason that you get stronger. So if you are too scared or you're against testing yourself, getting at the edge of your comfort zone, getting uncomfortable, you actually don't grow, you don't move forward. So you've got two options here. You either stay in your comfort zone and stay safe and talk about the thing, think about the thing, all that kind of stuff, and don't get results, but tell yourself that one day you will, because that's what a lot of us do. We're telling ourselves, either read that book, either buy that next thing, tomorrow or next Monday or next week, so you can either have that, tell yourself that you're going to get the results and consistently be disappointed by not seeing the results, or you can embrace the lessons. It's not a loss, it's a lesson. That doesn't work for me. That's too much for me. I can't do five workouts a week. I've learned that now. I'm going to bring it, I'm going to scale it back to four. I can keep that up. I can't cut out alcohol completely. 
that doesn't work for me. I enjoy it. It's a thing I do with my partner. So you know what? Instead, I'm going to have two nights a week where I have two units, two drinks. That's just an example. That's called lessons. And you only get those lessons and you only learn on the job, in the job. If any of you took me to your workplace, you wouldn't be able to articulate each and every step, every situation, every single context that will come up. You will say to me, Brenton, let's just get you started with that. And things are going to come up. I'm going to learn on the job. So the very thing that we're avoiding, which is taking action, doing what's necessary consistently, and on top of that, taking the feedback in the process, that doesn't work, that does, do more of that, do less of this. The two things that work, a lot of us are avoiding, and that is the reason why we're not getting the results. You're not not getting the results that you want because you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you're not determined enough, you're not net. Whatever story you tell yourself, there's so many stories that I hear and that I've told myself as well. But the only story that is true is the fact that you are scared of failure, which stops you from taking serious action. Serious action, serious results. Consistent action, consistent results. Random action, random results. Very simple. It's not about, I'm going to sometimes work out. I'm going to sometimes push myself. I'm going to sometimes plan my food. That's when you get sometimes results. I don't want sometimes results. I don't know about you. I don't want sometimes results. I want definite results. And what equates to definite results? Definite action. And let's get clear on that. Definite action is, okay, I need to work out this many times. I need to eat this much. I need to sleep this much. I need to plan this much because last week I learned if I don't sleep enough, it affects my energy the next day. And when I've got low energy, I need caffeine and sugar. So now I'm going to plan to go to bed at this time. That's the beauty of learning in the process. And you don't get that if you're too scared to look at the data, if you're too judgmental towards yourself about looking at the data objectively. I was saying to someone the other day, it's the exact same as a business or any statistics. You look at the data, this is what's happening. This is what's working. This is what's not. When it become it becomes a problem when we're emotionally attached to the data. This is what the scales say. This is how much I went over my calories. This is the next thing. That's when we don't learn. And this goes back to what I said last week. One result or one bad day or one bad workout won't make or break you. And the more we can detach from that, detach from this this data, the, the statistics, the better we're going to get at learning and moving forward with more speed. And we pick up speed because we know ourselves more. 
we know what works for us more, we know what doesn't work for us, and we stop wasting our time with it, we stop wasting energy, all that wasting energy and wasting time is baggage, it's heavy, and it's slowing you down, so what do you need to let go of, what hasn't been working up until now, and sometimes you've got to get a bit fed up, to be honest enough with yourself, if you're not, if you can't be honest with yourself, you're not fed up enough, the times in my life when I've been very honest with myself about what needs to change, what needs to improve, is when I've been a bit frustrated with myself. And that's a polite way of putting it. So it's actually necessary at times. And I'm saying this to you because I want you to get results. You can't have a coach that wants to get better result, want you wants you to get better results than you want to get for yourself. That's in the wrong order. You should want it for yourself the most. I should be your coach, your cheerleader, the person supporting you, but you should want it the most. So I really encourage you, once again, not to be a slave of information and think, oh, I need to think about that. I'm going to go. Now, I'd write down these questions. What is the biggest takeaway you've took from today's podcast? And if there's more than one, go for it, two or three. What are the biggest takeaways you've took from today's podcast? as in what's resonated with you the most, then ask yourself, why do I think that has resonated with me right now? Why is that important for me to hear right now? And then what am I going to do about it? And obviously the last one is the most important. What am I going to do about it? Am I going to think about it? Am I going to talk about it? Am I going to, think, oh, that was nice to hear. And I'm just going to go back to what I used to do. Or... Am I fed up of these random results, mediocre results, not being happy with what I'm getting? Because like I said, how honest you are with yourself is in direct proportion to how fed up you are with not getting what you want. I say this from a place of care. Honesty is important, and sometimes it's very easy to dance around the truth. Whereas if we just become a straight shooter, that's the problem. That's that's the problem in the camp. That needs to change. And if you've got resistance towards acknowledging that or admitting that, that is evidence that you've identified with it and you feel personally attacked. You feel triggered by what I'm saying because the thing that I'm attacking is the problem and the problem isn't you, it's how you're behaving, it's the, the way you're going about it and you have confused yourself with the problem. For example, I've always been a procrastinator or I've always been an overthinker, I've always been, no, I, if, you, if I was to audit your life and follow you around, I'd easily prove that wrong. People always say I'm I'm always all or nothing. And I could ask them three or four questions and realize there's so many things in their life that they're not all or nothing about. So you're not all or nothing. You choose to be all or nothing in this area of your life. And there's a reason for that. People are never all or nothing about things that they really care about. You're not all or nothing with your kids. You're not all or nothing with your job. You don't just drop your job. You don't just, oh, I'm not going in tomorrow. 
because it's important. So you're not all or nothing. You don't identify as an overthinker. There's things that you just do. You don't overthink. And that's because you're confident about it. And there's a reason why you're confident. Confidence is earned because you've done it repetitively. You've worked at it. You've thought it through. You've got better at it. And if you're not confident, maybe it's a sign that you're winging it. I say these as examples. Stop identifying with the way you do things or the way you've done certain things at times because it makes you emotionally attached to the behavior. And when we're emotionally attached to the behavior, we hold onto it, we cling onto it. And when someone points it out, you become defensive. But if someone isn't helping you, drop it like a hot potato. Maybe that should be the headline of this podcast. Drop it like a hot potato. I hope you have a great week. Please take action. Please learn from what isn't working so that you can move forward. Have a great week, everyone.